Good morning. This is Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager, bringing you HealthWorks for you, the people of our community. Remember, if you have an idea or a suggestion you'd like to hear on the radio, please give me a call at 570-253-8422. So on today's show, I have two guests. I have Barbara Pratt and I have Christina Sabbath. Correct? Yeah. I, I know. I always, we, we, we practice beforehand. And Barb is the manager of nutrition services at Way Memorial Hospital. I'm happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. And Christina is a nutrition intern from Marywood University. Yes. Soon to be, hopefully, after June or yes. July, right? Yes. You can sit for your RD exam. Yes. That's exciting. We need more RDs out there. Um, because on today's show, we're going to be talking about the U.S. Dietary Guidelines, right? Correct. So, Barb, I guess maybe you wanted just to start, and we'll get Christina to answer some of our questions for us today. Sure. Just as an introduction, the U.S. Dietary Guidelines are guides that are put out. There's you know a lot of thought and scientific information uh, put into them in order to roll them out, but... They come out every five years, and they're meant to assist practitioners and the public in making better food choices and, and improving their overall health with physical activity guidelines as well. Right, and, and this information is really opened up to the public, so everything we talk about here today, they can go online and look at all this yes. information, correct? Just Google it. Google, right? <laughs> um, and, and if not, you know, I do, uh, before we end the show, I do want to kn- let everyone know that nutrition services at Wayne Memorial Hospital between you and Amory, um, you provide nutritional counseling. Yes. Correct? We're, we're doing really telehealth currently, which is over-the-phone counseling, which we arrange with patients beforehand, and we either email or mail them information but hopefully soon things will open up and we can see more people face-to-face. Right. And if they needed information, what phone number can they call? 570-253-8164. Okay. And we'll mention that number again at the end. So so there's, there's eight tips we want to talk about today, right, Christina? Yes. You're going to share some of them with us? Yes. So in the lines of physical activity, what kind of recommendations can you make for individuals that are listening today? So getting at least 100 and 50 to 300 minutes of moderate intensity uh, physical activity a week is um, recommended, <laughs> um, such as brisk walking, you know, walking around your house, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, doing those things, and also muscle strengthening activity at least two times um, a week, and this includes lifting weights, and if you don't have weights, doing push-ups or just... Um, the, muscle the good old soup cans and yeah. right. resistance bands. <laughs> yeah. And then school-aged kids and adolescents need at least 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity daily. So it changes by age, but getting that activity daily is very necessary. Right, it is, because it is complete picture. I mean, we want people to eat healthy, but physical activity goes along with that. You know, more and more research shows that, right. correct? Um, what about like, you know, when, when someone talks about nutrient dense foods, you know, you're not talking about a bag of potato chips and, and soda, right? (laughs) No, no. So nutrient dense kind of means exactly what it says. It's just more nutrients in the food. So instead of candy, cookies, and cakes, choose fruit. It, it's just as sweet. Instead of chips, choose some crunchy vegetables such as carrots and celery so that you get that crunch in there, but you're also getting those necessary nutrients. 
Right. And there's so many, you know, some people may not like a single piece of fruit, but there's recipes that you can make with fruit in it, yes, correct? Exactly. Which is just as nutritious. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, would it be okay if someone wanted some raw carrots or celery? Mm-hmm. Can they use a low-fat dip? Yes. Just dip it a little bit and mm-hmm. try not to get too much of that dressing. Right. Um, I know another key thing that we hear a lot about is portion control. Mm-hmm. How can someone manage that? So... Just take a look at your plate. Half your plate should be fruits and vegetables. Get a variety of those colors. You know, different colors provide different nutrients. And um, then the quarter of your plate should be protein. If you look at your hand, the size of your palm is about three to four ounces. And choosing, you know, leaner meats um, and trimming off the fat and skin is very necessary. And then the other quarter can be starches. The size of a cupped hand is about half a cup. So that's usually the serving size as well. Choosing the whole grains, such as wheat, rice, breads, pastas, um, is very necessary. And then choosing low-fat and fat-free dairy products. This provides calcium and protein, and usually about a cup at the meal is necessary. Right. So besides portion sizes, you're talking a lot about variety mm-hmm. within, the, within those food groups, right? Yes. And we're, we should all be familiar with those food groups because when you look at any changes that made, those have not changed. You still, what are the five major food groups again that you just mentioned? So there's grains such as um, potatoes and so on. Then there's um, protein, fruits, vegetables, and dairy. Right, exactly. So, um, you know, we're still in the midst of the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, many people are on limited budgets. Do you have any recommendations for um, those individuals that may be listening or anyone who's trying to save money? Yes. Um, So checking the supermarket flyers to see what's on sale. Checking ahead of time before you go to the store, such as meal planning. Knowing what you're going to cook that week will help you only buy what you need. And this also helps food waste. So you're reducing that. And, you know, beans, peanut butter, tuna are all good sources of protein that are very inexpensive. And it's okay to eat leftovers the next day so that you're not wasting that food or throwing it out. You know, getting moderation and variety of everything, but moving to the next day is okay. Right. I love leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> right, Barb? I it mean, has more flavor. It really does. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that definitely taste yeah. better the next day. And another thing we suggest to people is just shopping the specials, coupon cutting. Certain stores have senior citizen discount days, and Dave Super Duper, right here locally, has $5 off a $25 food purchase every Wednesday. So if you think about it, doing that routinely on an every week basis is going to save you a lot of money over a year. Right. And if you have family members, too, and it's like buy one, get one free, you know, you can kind of go in mm-hmm. with that, right, and share and share Absolutely. that expense. Yep. That's really important for people to So it's to know. planning ahead and, and perusing the, you know, flyers for the best prices and, right. you know, a lot of things that you can do to both get better prices, still buy healthy foods, because it really is a myth that healthier foods are more expensive, especially if you're shopping smart, and, and reducing that food waste. Right, exactly. Um, you know, another thing that we talk about when we look at the dietary guidelines is heart-healthy choices. Right. Mm-hmm. What recommendations do you have for our listeners? So when we talk about healthy fats, they are things like olive and canola oil, avocado, nuts and nut butters. Remember that olive and canola oils are 
a very concentrated source of calories and fat. Just one tablespoon of olive or canola oil is 120 calories. So it's a, you know, you could eat two pieces of fruit for that. Right. It's it's a super concentrated source of calories. So you don't want to douse your food in olive oil, <laughs> but it is a heart healthy fat. Right. So, you know, like you said, although they're healthy, too much is not always a good thing. Right. And that's really important for, for people to understand. What about um, sugary foods? Would some of those guidelines have changed? So limiting sugary foods and saturated fat, which is in, in fatty meats and whole milk products, and sodium are, are three other categories that we're going to talk about because, interestingly, high sugar intakes are being increasingly associated with cardiovascular disease risk. And when we talked initially about nutrient-dense foods, obviously drinking a bottle of soda that has, you know, 8, 10, 12, 14 teaspoons of sugar in it, there's no nutritional value whatsoever. There's no vitamins, there's no minerals, there's no protein. It's, it's pure liquid sugar with no nutrients. So while sugar, you know, is okay in small amounts, it doesn't provide any nutritional value. We suggest that people, when you're looking at a food label, choose things that are eight, eight or 10 grams of sugar or less, keeping in mind that every four grams of sugars on your food label is the equivalent of one teaspoon. In terms of saturated fat, again, those are whole milk products and, and fatty meats, and those are things to cut down on to reduce your cardiovascular risk. And sodium, again, is something that's very prevalent in our diets, especially because of processed foods, things like rice aroni, hamburger helper, potato chips, and other snack foods. And an easy, a quick, easy rule of thumb to identify if something's lower in sodium is to choose things that are under 10% of the daily value of sodium. So less than 10% is a good guideline for, for you. And so, like, you know, when you talk about that 10%, that's all on that nutrition fact label, right? So Correct. they need to really turn that food item over. Correct. Okay, and that's yep. where they Reading can Reading the label is, mm-hmm. is very important. It can be very eye-opening in terms of, you know, the amount of sugar, fat, sodium, mm-hmm. and calories that are in certain foods. Right, and, and it is important to know, too, that the new label, which they revamped maybe a year or two ago, says added sugar, correct? Correct. So can you just kind of, we have a couple minutes left, you know, the added sugar versus natural sugar, because there is a difference. Right, right. So, of course, those are sugars that are added in addition to what already exists in the food. Mm-hmm. And and that can be quite a lot, especially, you know, when you look at something like yogurts, for example, we we can see or we believe that yogurt is a good, healthy food, has probiotics and calcium and protein, but some of the fruited and flavored yogurts have a lot of added sugar, you know, many teaspoons of added sugar. So, you know, that's an important thing to take a look at on the label. Right. And I think with that new label, it's really helpful for those individuals to make a healthier choice now. Yes. And know which is added and which comes from the milk or natural fruit that's in there. Correct. And the yogurt. So um, what about alcohol? So in terms of alcoholic moderation in alcohol intake is associated with better, with improved cardiovascular disease risk, but moderation is the key meaning two a day for men or one a day for women if you choose to drink. Remember that one serving is 12 ounces of beer or five ounces of wine or one and a half full ounces of uh, some kind of distilled uh, spirit. I don't think it's fair that men get two and we get one. But anyway, (laughs) that that is the recommendation, um, you know, in order to maintain, again, 
heart and cardiovascular health. Right, and I and I and I agree with that. We always we always have that debate about alcohol yeah. and men and women, and it has to do with body size and right. All and of again, that there's stuff, no right? nutritional value to it, so mm-hmm. you know it's not something you should overdo by any means. Right. Um, so you know when we talk about overall food intake. We don't necessarily always talk about good and bad. We talk about healthy, mm-hmm. right? And that's really the key. Right, and moderation, you know, doesn't mean you can never have a, a candy cake cookie. Right. It's it's fine to do that. Sometimes you're going to have special events where there's a birthday or it's Christmas or if there's a wedding, you know, mm-hmm. have, have fun. And, you know, right. maybe um, indulge in some things you wouldn't normally, but that's rare. You know, those are rare events, so... Um, the majority of the time trying to really focus on making healthy food choices is going to improve your health. And one of the other things that's top in news now is improving your immune status. So, you know, we're, we're getting very focused on, you know, improving immunity for obvious reasons mm-hmm. and taking vitamin D, vitamin C, or getting enough of those things in your diet on a regular basis improves immune status right so like foods that are high in vitamin d are are dairy products well dairy products are typically fortified with vitamin d but it's it varies a lot in terms of how much are in there and vitamin d is is the most unusual vitamin in that sun is the first best source supplements are the second best source and food is the last best source so many of us are vitamin d deficient and we do recommend vitamin d supplementation here where we live and don't see the sun between <laughs> November November and March and that's uh, an important uh, important thing to do right and and you know if someone is concerned about their vitamin D level there is a blood test that their doctor yes. can order and that can check their levels correct right and because, doctors are doing that pretty routinely you know right. for the the reason that I stated right. um, it does play a, a, a very big role in immune status and overall health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we could probably do another 15 minutes just on vitamin D and the importance yes. of that overall. Vitamin D is a biggie. Mm-hmm. So, well, I want to thank you both for being on the show today. Any last words for our listeners today? Thank you for having us. <laughs> You're welcome. And Consider it, going going forward with a happy and healthy new year. Correct, correct. 2021, we want, yes. we want a, a happier and healthier one. Again, um, Barb, if they're interested in, you know, if they have questions on nutrition or would like to set up an appointment, yes. I know they usually need a physician or order a physician referral, <laughs> but what number could they Always call? Always recommended, but doctors are happy to do that. 570-253-8164. Right. And again, I we work very closely with all the physicians in the area and they are very happy to send you to someone and talk about nutrition. Sure. Because it's really important for everyone. Yeah. So Barb and Christina, thank you so much for being on the show thank today. You. Thank you. Really appreciate it. And again, this is Carol Knier, Way Memorial Community Health Manager. Wishing you a great day. And remember, if you only could catch half of this show or only one or two minutes, you can visit our website at WMH.org. And in the search section, you can put HealthWorks and uh, previous HealthWorks shows will come up. Or you can download the uh, Radio Bold app or go on the Radio Bold website. And again, look under their podcast and under HealthWorks and you can review any of these shows at any time. So again, thank you for listening and have a great day.